The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid Atlantic Voiceover and Antland Productions. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Live with Squacky. I'm your host, Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. In part two of my interview with casting director Kim Hurden, we had such a great chat. We talk about all things voiceover, auditions, how to stand out. Oh my gosh, there's so much good information here, and she's such a great gal. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Well, since you're based in Canada, do you ever cast voice actors from the United States or other places in the world? And I know you kind of touched upon this for a Mm -hmm. second, but is it a complicated process to cast people from other places? Depends on the client, but if it's non-union, not an issue at all. So we can just sort of cast wherever we want, and there's no issue with contracts and all of that SAG stuff and the actor stuff and crazy union stuff. But if it is through union, then... Yeah, there's a little bit of an issue usually. Again, there's lots of rules around it. If we're using an actor in the States and the project is Canadian heavy, then they will usually want to book a Canadian actor that maybe lives in the States, booking just an American, just for tax credits and then that sort of thing. They won't really go there. So Mm -hmm. it depends on what the project is. And I will say, you guys have all made it a lot easier because you kind of have to have a really good home setup, a really good home studio to work independently and to work around the world. If you don't, they're going to have to pay for a studio on both ends. So the fact that a lot of people now have really, really awesome home setups has made that much easier for casting. So when we put a breakdown out, we will say that. Do you have Source Connect? Do you have this? At the start of COVID, it was hilarious because people were like, yeah, I've got an awesome home set up. Totally professional. <laughs> and then I'd see them on the screen on Zoom. I'm like, yeah, talking into your iPhone with a blanket over your head is not a professional studio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it works best. in a pinch, but mm, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember an audition I did one time from the airport. Worst possible case scenario <laughs> ever. I was flying to France. I was actually taking students with me on a trip to France. And I get this audition. It was from like Cartoon Network. What? Like, this is huge, you know? It was so exciting. And I was, I can't not do this audition. Like, I have to make it work. So I'm in the airport with a coat over my head and my iPad and my Twisted Wave software back in the day. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I had, like, people surrounding me with all their coats and blankets. It was, oh, gosh, it still still sounded horrible. I sent a note with it. I know that this is not the sound quality you're looking for because I'm literally in an airport right now, and I'm pretty (laughs) sure, like, a plane flew right over me, you know, as I was recording. I said, but if you can just wait till I get to France, I can just... Send another go if you'll give me a second chance. <laughs> That's know. hilarious. Yeah. There's probably like announcements in the background. Yeah. Boarding. Boarding yeah, at gate boarding one. Yeah, boarding at gate yeah. 25. <laughs> Just, oh my gosh. It's always when you're going to travel, right? Every single time. Ugh. Every actor says this, but it's so true. If you're like, oh, I need to book some more really big work, be like, I'm planning a trip. I'm going somewhere really important. I'm going to be off the grid, whatever, right? And then you'll get like an audition from Disney. What? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) This is not fair. Of course, every time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever tried to go somewhere without getting something big like that. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, (laughs) come on. You could have sent this one week earlier when I'm like at home in my studio doing nothing, you know, like, no, no. 
You're about to leave? Okay, here's a huge audition. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Deal with that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're going to be a guest speaker at Mavo 2022 in November. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm so excited about it. Me too. So what are you most looking forward to about presenting at this event? And this will be your first time there, so it's even Mm -hmm. more exciting. I know. (laughs) You know what? It's not even that I'm super excited about what I'm going to do. It's more just about being at a conference and being surrounded by people that love VO as much as I do. Like just being around that energy. Yeah. And everyone learning and growing and sharing and voiceover people are so awesome just as a community. You know that. Yeah. And I also, Val, I love that as conferences go, this one is more intimate. I just love that because we're all going to feel the love. Yeah, it's it's definitely a really great event and I've really taken the time to build it into something that I feel is like I I describe it as like a large voiceover family reunion (laughs) you know just because I really want everyone to feel that individualized attention and it's so important to me that we don't have 300 people there you know what I mean like it's on purpose we don't have 300 people exactly it's not that I don't want everyone to attend I want like you know, a good 120 would be ideal. Yes. That's the yes. ideal number I'm looking for. It's such a better experience, in my opinion, and it's something that I can manage. And I still am like a crazy person when I'm there, like running around introducing everyone. And like, you'll just see me zip by with no shoes on. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> my shoes will be in my hand so I can stick them on before I go in the room. But like, <laughs> it's oh, see, just so funny. Now, now that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most then. <laughs> Me running through the halls with no shoes. (laughs) It's so much fun. Yeah. I just distinctly remember like in 2018 was our last in-person one. Of course, we did online ones in 2020 and 2021 because of COVID. But in 2018, I had these great, like these great red shoes, right? They're so high. Like I couldn't, you know, it was so tough to walk in them. I don't know why I chose these to wear to the event. And everyone's like, how are you even walking in those? And I'm like, don't talk about it, okay? I would literally have to get from one room to the next, which is not a huge venue. So it's not hard to get from one room to the next. But if I had to get there quickly to introduce someone, I would just pull my shoes off and like zip, zip, zip down the hall to the next one. (laughs) Just pretend she had her shoes on the whole time. (laughs) See, I'm already picturing it. (laughs) Okay, so let's switch gears a tiny bit. Are you a coffee drinker? That's an important question. I may disappoint you because, no, I'm a tea drinker. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's acceptable, I suppose. Is it? Okay. Still <laughs> caffeine. Sometimes <laughs> still caffeine. even more than coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And only really good tea. I go to a tea shop and I, oh, yeah. So tea's my thing. So what's your favorite type of tea then? I'm going to say Earl Grey, which is kind of lameish, but it kind of is. Earl Grey is your favorite? Yeah. Okay. I'll make sure we have some at Mavo for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Do you have a favorite travel destination? Yes. yes. So the hot places, all about that. Awesome. Right. Beach, good. <laughs> and also, you know, drinking, drinking the fun drinks with the umbrellas. Yes. But I really love Boston. I love it. I don't know why, but it's one of those cities where when I go there, I think, this is my place. These are yes. my people. I should be here. Right. So Boston (laughs) is one of those places. And then my family has, we call it a camp. You guys probably call it a cottage or something like that. Yeah, camp, a cottage. Right? 
It's in Northern Ontario and it's on an island and you need a boat to get out to it and it doesn't have electricity. So there's a generator, doesn't have running water that comes in from the lake. There's propane and I freaking love it there. Oh, wow. Sauna. Yep. Right on the lake. It's on an island. It's awesome. Oh, that sounds fun. Right. I'm away from everything and that's probably why I like it. Yes. I really wish that I was one of those people that could, I'm horrible at just disconnecting from everything, you know, like even when I'm on vacation and I told my family, I was like this year, because we always go to the Outer Banks in North Carolina in the summer for a week or two. And I told them, I was like, this year, this is going to be the year I'm going to just take my phone and you're going to like put it away and don't let me have it for like three days, three (laughs) days of the vacation because I won't make it the whole week. I'll go crazy probably um i said just completely want to disconnect from the whole world but it's so hard to do because you know it's like running your own company well you know you run your own company it's so difficult to just be like nope i'm out of the you know i read an article about it the other day i think i think it was a, a blog from paul strickwerda he was saying americans when they go on vacation it's like oh i'm on vacation but you can reach me Anytime you need me through email or whatever, you know. And then, like, Europeans are like, I'm on vacation from this date to this date. Yeah. I will not have any connection to the outer world. You know, it's yeah. like, and and Americans were just like 24-7, you know. And how how does it compare to Canada? Do you, do you guys, dis, are you able to disconnect from the world? Or are you kind of like Americans where we are just are like, no. It's exactly the same. We, I was just talking about that on one of my meetings today, one of my seven meetings or whatever I had. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, it was crazy. With the guys that, because I'm partners with a voice school called On The Mic Training. Okay. Mm-hmm, out in Vancouver. And, and and we can talk more about that later. But yeah, yeah, it's an awesome voiceover school, voiceover specific, and they have a full-time program. You can go there for six months and... It's accredited, so you can have government assistance, so financial assistance to attend voiceover school. How great oh, is that? that's so cool. I know. So, yes, on themictraining.com. There, there, see, I got my little boop in there. Awesome. I'll put it in the notes for the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. great. Yeah. And so I was talking to the two guys, and one of the partners has just come back from Hawaii, and we were talking about that. So he said, oh, my God, it was so great, and everyone down there is just so chill, and and we're not, and, and he un- he completely unplugged, and he was down there for two weeks, and he said, Kim, I can't even tell you. It's the greatest. My head opened up, and I feel like I can be creative again, and I, and, yeah. we, and we were saying exactly that. It is so not our culture right. to do that. And my, our exec uh, producer with Kim Hurden Casting is, uh, I think she's still down in Mexico, but yeah, she has a place down there, and I said, but, but you never go on vacation. You work from Mexico. Are you ever going to go on vacation? Like, you, Jane, you should really go on vacation. And she said, uh, Kettle Black, uh, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> because she's right. I constantly answer emails, texts, whatever, when they're coming in. I don't ever stop doing it. It's yeah. just, it's awful. I don't know how to turn off. I really don't. If someone emails me at 2 in the morning, well, first of all, why are you awake at 2 in the morning? But then why am I awake in the morning reading your stupid email? Like, you know what I mean? And responding. Yeah, and responding. Yes. Yeah. I do it too. I think it's because I don't want to deal with it in the morning. So it's just going to hang there in my head until I send it on its way. And the same thing happens with text messages. I have one friend in particular. It kind of drives me crazy though too. It's like I'll send a message and they don't answer for like 24 hours or two days or something, <laughs> right, you know? And right. you're like, 
by the time you answer me, I have no idea what I even said in my message anymore, especially now our latest trend is like leaving each other like voice messages instead of text messages. And I don't even know what I said. I could just listen back to it. But if it's two days later, I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. No. And so I kind of wish just for a minute that I could be one of those people where like a message comes in and I listen to it or I read it and then I just don't respond for 48 hours. (laughs) That's my goal. If you could spend the day with a celebrity, who would it be and why? And what would you talk about? I'm going to say Dolly Parton. Oh, that's a good one. Well, because she's so freaking awesome, ridiculously awesome, and a kind-hearted person, and so talented, and just a lovely human. I would just kind of just talk, just gossiping, talking. Whatever. She would be such a fun person to sit down with and just... Totally. Yeah. I just always think of her in that movie, 9 to 5, which when I was a little kid, that was like my favorite, favorite movie that I had ever seen her in, you know? Yes. And I just feel like she'd be so down to earth. straightforward like tell it like it is no bs you know just like okay well and self-deprecating she makes fun of herself even though you know she's dressed up as she says she modeled her look after the town whore yeah right when she (laughs) was growing up because she thought she was very glamorous which completely cracks me up yeah that's funny and then super (laughs) talented i just learned this on last weekend she wrote i will always love you and jolene on the same day what? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. So well, I'm going to yeah. say her. I'm yeah, going to say her. Yeah, that's a good person. That's a good I mean, one. I'll throw in Jason Momoa because hot, but yeah. yeah, Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm always, people are like, who would you? And I'm like, um, uh, let me pretend that I have to think about this for a second. But Jared Leto, like, why would you want to hang out with him? And I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, he is totally hot, first of all, but that's the side factor. I just think he's, I, I've been to like a couple of his concerts and had the chance to like meet him in person. Oh, cool. And have like the VIP experience. We don't actually get to talk to him. That's all in my head. It literally was like, <laughs> hi, I love your music, blah, blah, blah. You know, but in my head, it was going to be like selfies and a full conversation. That's not actually what happened. But you have 10 seconds to take a picture with him. And during that time, say whatever you're going to say because it's your only shot, you know. But I had the chance actually at this concert I went to where he did some talks and stuff like that. And he's actually a very smart person. He's very intelligent. He has a lot to say about really interesting topics. And he's an exceptionally talented actor, which I find so interesting that he's a method actor and I just think that's such an yeah. interesting process. It can be kind of strange, I think, too, to really get into that whatever character it is, depending on what it is. But I really appreciate people that are able to do that because I think it's a really interesting technique in acting. What are three goals that you have for yourself to accomplish over the next few months? I'm going to delegate more because time, as you know, is sort of your only finite resource. I had so many meetings today, I didn't even know what I was doing. And I overscheduled myself, and I shouldn't do that. And I should be handing things off to other people. So I'm going to do that. That is a promise to myself. So not necessarily a goal, but a promise. That's a really good one, yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. And then definitely one of my goals is to book another couple of animated series. So we've got a couple on the horizon. So I think that goal is going to be met. And then on the school side of things, on the voice educational side on the mic, we in Toronto have the first full-time program 
starting up in September. So I've got to get that up and running and onboard all the instructors and look at all the curriculum, make sure it's all ready to go. As you know, you freaking run a conference. It's a lot. Yeah. So that's a big goal and I cannot wait until it's up and running and it's all going to be online. Oh, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So super excited about that. So I've sort of mirrored it on the Vancouver side of things and the two guys out there, Noel and Michael, are awesome and they've really helped me out to sort of figure out how do we Torontoize, how do we East Coastize this whole vibe. It is a little different. Terminology is a little different depending yeah. on what coast you're on. And we've been working on that for, gosh, probably almost a year now. And so we're in the final stretch. We've got a couple of months till September. It's very exciting. What's the best piece of advice you can give to voice actors who are just starting out? To study. So to either go to voiceover school or to use coaches, to really study all genres so that you sort of figure out where you want to go, where you fit in, what you like to do. So you could use coaches in whatever genre it is, narration, ADR, animation, commercial, gaming, whatever that might be. And also to watch animated shows, to play games, or at least watch playthroughs on YouTube, just to know what the genre is and what the voice expectations are. Because a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, I, I want to do animation. And I'll mention a show, and they ha don't know the show. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Or the difference between a preschool show and a 7 to 11-year-old show. Mm -hmm. There's huge difference in what the ask is for the audition. And a lot of actors don't understand that, probably why they're not booking, is just not knowing, oh, there's a difference between a preschool show and, yes, a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So figuring out all of that before you get too far into it. And I would say go on Clubhouse. Clubhouse has a lot of voiceover groups. Are you familiar with Clubhouse? Yeah, I was just on it the other day for like the first time ever. Oh, really? <laughs> we were talking about conferences. Like it was ah. a whole segment on voiceover conferences. Oh, cool. So it was almost like a panel. You, yeah, so you it was were a panel, a guest, yeah. guest on it? Cool. Yeah, I was a guest on it. And it was really interesting and, and kind of tough because the way I was placed on the platform was like, you know, at the bottom of the list, not on, you oh. know, not on purpose or whatever. But right. it's just like everyone got asked their, the same question. And then by the time they got to me, it was like, and what everyone else just said above <laughs> me. Like, you know, I felt like gosh, I need to add something different, you know? And so it was tough. So then finally she switched the order and she's like, let's Good. start with Val. And I was like, thank God, because you guys are stealing my answers. Yes. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Because I've been yeah. in a couple of them too. And same thing. I'm like, oh, I was going to say that. Now I have to think of something else. Yeah. It's tough. I know. When it is. Especially when you're like talking to conference planners, because we all have probably the same right. thought process or similar yeah. ones at least. And it was a really interesting discussion. But it was very much, oh, gosh, I got to figure out how to get at the top of the. <laughs> well, exactly. But thankfully, your moderator figured that out. So that's good that she switched. the. Yeah, order, it was great. Right? Yeah, she was really good. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there are a lot of different clubs within Clubhouse that concentrate on voiceover. So whether it be audiobooks you're looking for or there's people that do live auditions, they'll coach you live. So there's a big audience and sometimes there's competitions on it and it's pretty good yeah. considering that right? it's an audio-based app, perfect for voiceover. It's pretty cool, yeah. It is, yeah. So I listen to it all the time. I listen to different casting directors down in LA and what they're listening for and what they're doing. There's a lot of panels that, that'll give you a lot of information. So that's a good one too if you're just starting out. 
Is there any different advice that you would offer to very experienced actors, like voice actors who maybe aren't booking as much as they want to? You just kind of covered that, I guess. Probably is kind of the same. Study the trends, watch the shows, play the games. But I guess in addition to all of that, finding a coach as someone that casts or that works in the industry. Not that there's anything wrong with people that are actors as well and are coaches or are just mm-hmm. coaches, but someone that is casting in the industry now will know what the client is asking for specifically and will know what the wants and needs are and what they're hearing and what's coming in and who's booking. Yeah, that's really important. You definitely want someone who can open doors for you if the timing is right. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. What are some good techniques for voice actors to get into the right headspace before an audition? Definitely warming up. A lot of people don't before they do their first audition. So definitely doing that. As you're doing the audition, listening back to what you've done, walking away from it, having some distance and then coming back to it. I found when I teach classes, we'll do a sort of a mock audition, if you will. So I'll send out specs, they'll send back a self-tape, and then we'll go over it in class. Mm-hmm. And what often happens is when I play it for the class, the voice actor that has done the self-tape will go, oh, I thought what I did on my second pass was a lot different than what I did on my first. But now that I'm hearing it, it wasn't that different. And it's only because they haven't walked away from it. So it feels like it's a lot different, but it isn't. So having a little bit of distance, if time allows, obviously. Right. And then if you've got the script before the audition, studying it and Googling words that you may not know how to pronounce. Uh, Definitely Googling the product name, super important, because that's happened where people send it and I'm like, yeah, that's not how you say that product. And that's kind (laughs) of important. Kind of the most important part. (laughs) Remembering, if it's a live audition, remembering that I'm on your side and I want you to book it too. I want to look good. You're going to make me look good if you send me in something and I can go to my client, check this out. Right. So always bearing that in mind, we're all here to help you. Well, most of us are, I would hope. And then something that I do, which I don't know, it's kind of lame probably, but before a big meeting or, you know, if I've got to go into an office and pitch myself to cast a new show or to voice direct a new show, I will do a superhero pose. So I will stand outside by my car (laughs) with my hands on my hips like Wonder Woman and go, yeah, you can do this. You got this. So pumping myself up, it changes the feeling in my body. I know it's lame, but that's what I do. I'm just, I'm confessing my eyes are watering because I'm a little embarrassed, but I told you. <laughs> no, I think it's great. <laughs> I love that. I usually have a full-blown two-sided conversation with myself in two different characters before I am going to do that an is audition, hysterical. which it might be worrisome, but if I wasn't a voice actor, <laughs> it would be worrisome. But since I am, let's just pretend it's not. <laughs> right? That's why you got into it. So now no one thinks you're crazy. I get it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Well, oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. It's totally really been such a great chat with you. And thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show. I really appreciate it. No, but thanks so much. It was really great to talk with you. And I'm so looking forward to having you at Mavo in November. It's going to be a really great event. Oh, thanks, Belle. This was super fun. Honestly, it was a great way to end my day. Thank you. Oh, good. You're welcome. Yeah. Live with Squacky was mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Yokelson of Antland Productions. 
Fly with Squacky is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver LLC and Antland Productions. Hey guys, the Mavo 2022 Get Inspired VoiceOver Conference is coming up on November 11th through 13th in Herndon, Virginia at the Westin Dulles Hotel. Our keynote speaker is Mark Grau this year, and I'm so excited. I'd love for you guys to be there. Go check out all the details and register today at www.minatlanticvo.com. I'd love to see you all there. Quack, <laughs> quack.